Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. A closer look at agriculture in South Carolina and conversations between the current and future leaders of agriculture in the Palmetto State and experts from across America. Presented by the students of the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture at John De La Howe. From our campus in McCormick County, here's our moderator, Ms. Caitlin Christenberry. Welcome. This is the first edition of Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. My name is Caitlin Christenberry, and I'm the new agriculture teacher at the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture. This week, we are recapping on the Welcome Back Weekend. We have stu two students here with us today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, my name is J.C. Chandler. I'm from Belton, South Carolina. I'm a senior here at the Governor's School, and I've been here for the past three years. I'm Elizabeth V. Seth. I'm from Edgefield, South Carolina. I'm a sophomore, and this is my first year at John Delahoe. We are so glad to have y'all here with us today. So I'm going to jump right into some questions. How was your first week back at school, JC? My first week was very tiring. I came from a cow show, so I was tired when I got here, and I was able to be, I was able to jump right in and start with internships and um, a very easy senior year, hopefully. And so I was not, a, I was, it was tiring, but I was able to get past that. How'd you do at your cow show this weekend? Uh, I did pretty good. I had four cows. I got three first and a fourth, so That's I could have done awesome. better. That's awesome. Elizabeth, how was your first week back at school? It was great. Very exciting. It was fun to explore campus with the campus scavenger hunt and meeting all kinds of new people from different places. What's your most favorite thing you found on your campus scavenger hunt? Um, Probably the time capsule. That was cool. All right. Which all one? Right. I thought they were both in the same place. <laughs> Do you want to explain that a little more, JC? Um, so we have a time capsule, I believe, from the alumni that will be opened in 2094, something along those lines. And then we have one from our first-year students here at the Governor's School. They placed it in 2021, I believe. Yes, and uh, they placed it after the first year ended, and um, it will be opened I think in 70 years. So we have two time capsules here on campus because we are a very historic um, place. So just a way to keep up with our history. That's wonderful. All right, so tell me, what's one thing you're super excited about for this school year? Good grace. No, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm really excited about joining the student media team because <laughs> I really like writing and I think I want to do a future in some kind of agriculture journalism. And this is just a really good experience to kind of test the waters and get used to it. Awesome. So, AgCom? Yes, ma'am. Wonderful, wonderful. JC? Uh, I'm interested in um, my internships because they are very, they're hopefully going to help me in the future. They let me see what I'm interested in and if that is something I want to do as a career plan. Um, and I'm also very happy to see these new students. And um, I love seeing the new students come in and get involved. And I love to help them find ways to get involved in agriculture because there's a place for everybody in agriculture. So I love to be able to help people find their place and to be able for them to prosper. All right. And how do you think your internship is going to affect your career choices? So personally, I want to hopefully one day go into politics and fight for our state's um, agriculture because we are one of the largest industries in South Carolina. And um, I hope to one day be able to fight for that politically. And so I'm working with our president's office and um, 
I'm being able to learn how our state works and how it operates. All right. So you've completed your first week of school. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was probably joining the bass fishing team because I really like fishing and that's something I'm interested in. And I don't know that much about bass fishing, but that's one of the great things about it is other students on the team that have done it can collaborate with me and teach me how. That's awesome. My favorite part was seeing new students come in because the new faces are very fun to see. Um, it's fun to, as student body president, I get to talk with everybody. I try to be involved with everybody. So it's fun to see them come in and bring new ideas that our school can do for activities or different things. All right. Um, how are you going to get involved on campus? Elizabeth, I know you said something about the bass fishing team. JC, what are you going to get involved with? Um, I'm actually already involved with our student council. Um, I'm involved with FFA. I'm vice president for that and also 4-H. Um, I also I show cattle and we, um, a bunch of us here on campus, we show beef cattle and dairy cattle and lots of different animals. So we all kind of, we all go to different shows and we kind of advocate for our school while at these shows. So I'm just a little involved everywhere. Being involved everywhere. All right. Gives you lots of opportunities, doesn't yes, it? Yes, ma'am. It does. All right. What else are you going to get involved in besides the bass fishing team? I'm also doing the student media team, as I said, and I want to do student council when the time comes, and I want to be involved with FCA. All right, wonderful. Is there anything else y'all want to share about this first week of school? Anything you're excited about? Um, teachers you enjoyed having this week? I'm really excited about my floriculture class and all the things we'll do in there, and I have a pretty cool teacher for that. <laughs> you do. I agree, 100%. I'm excited for our um, FFA and 4-H and student council to see what we will plan this year and how um, we can make this year better than last year. All right. Well, thank you all so much. What about you? What about me? This was your first week. This was your first this week. This was my first week teaching. So um, I got to really jump back into the classroom after student teaching and graduating from Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College um, in May. So I got to be back in the classroom just myself. Um, and that was something that was super exciting. I got to meet a lot of new kids. Um, I got to meet y'all. Um, some of you I've known for years, and some of you I just met this week. So I'm really looking forward to getting to know the rest of the student body as well. Does anybody else have any other questions? What is your favorite class that you're teaching right now? My favorite class that I'm teaching right now? Well, mm, I really like my planning period, but um, probably definitely my floriculture class. I do enjoy floral design and talking about the history of that. So, so yeah. Y'all got any other questions? All right, wonderful. Well, thank you for being with us today on Carolina Field, Forest, and Water. Good afternoon, folks. I'm Troy Can. I'm the athletic director here at South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture. Um, welcome to this edition of Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. I've got two students, two seniors with me here today, uh, Logan Gill and Ross Arthur. Been two guys I've known for a while, so we're just going to have a conversation and kind of see where it goes, talk about some things y'all are involved in here at school. Like, Logan, I know you've been on the fishing team. Mm -hmm. and Ross, you've uh, shown some cows for us and worked real hard in those two arenas. I know both of y'all work real hard here on campus as well. So we're just going to have a conversation, like I said, see where it goes. So, Logan, tell us about the fishing team a um, uh, little bit. What all? come here last year, and, you know, the school was kind of struggling to uh, really get a team going, and I was, I was on a team before I came here. I had, uh, you know, some scholarship opportunities, and I was just interested, you know, trying to get a team started, you know, get the word out there for the kids yep. um, that aren't necessarily experienced in the fishing. You know, they haven't really done it a whole lot. Um, it's more about, you know, teaching these up-and-coming, you know, juniors and 
uh, sophomores about fishing and trying to get them on the team so we get more more participation. And uh, I've, I've seen it really grow this year. You know, we had one team last year, me and my partner Liam, who graduated. And this year we're looking at four to five teams, so I'm really hoping that we can stick with it and have a great season. Yeah, man, me too. I'm so excited about it. Like, I was so excited to see the interest at the meeting the other day. Oh, yeah. I had a grin on my face from ear to ear, man. And I know uh, it's kind of – what's it like losing your partner from last year and having to replace him this year? Because I know that guy pulled some weight on the boat. Oh, yeah, Kind of walk me through that. What's man, that like? It's hard because, you know, you spend the whole season with your partner and yep. – you know, you really get that bond of brotherhood together, and you you just you can feel each other out, and you can feel feel how you're fishing on the water, and what kind of day it's going to be. You can really feed off each other's energies, and you know, I uh, I got a sophomore now, name's Elizabeth. Hopefully, we're going to have a good season this year. Um, she's a little bit, you know, not quite as versed in fishing as Liam was, but I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm here to teach. I'm here to help these kids learn, and uh, I'm hoping we have a good season. Yeah, man, I'm proud to see you step up and want to teach some of these underclassmen. It's real cool to see. All right, Ross, so tell me a little bit about uh, Junior Beef Roundup. How'd that go? Tell me about how you got into showing, what that looked like, maybe some of the friendships you've made. Just kind of walk me through that whole process. I've been showing. This will be my sixth year this yep. year, my senior year. We've we've been all over. I mean, yep. been in North Carolina, been to Georgia, been to Tennessee, a lot in South Carolina. And hopefully this year I'm wanting to branch out and do some national shows, just get my foot in the door with that. Maybe in Kentucky. I'm, I'm really wanting to go to Oklahoma, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. To, yeah. What's well, the farthest you've been away from South Carolina so far? Georgia. Georgia. I hear you. I Georgia. hear you. How many how many buckles ribbons you brought home from shows? One know? buckle, and I can't. I've lost count of the ribbons. I hear you. Like I hear you. So how'd you how'd you get into showing? Like how'd that whole how'd that start? My mama, really. When my yeah. mama was growing up, her and her brother showed Santa Gertrudis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, crazy things. <laughs> but, and then when I was in eighth grade and my little brother was, I want to say he was in first season, first or second grade, and she just wanted to try it with us and see how we liked it. And we only did one show that year. We did the Union County Fair, just a local show for us. Yeah. And that was the only one I did that year. Isaac didn't really take to it like I did. and mm-hmm. I took to it from the – Next year, and just I haven't looked back. I mean, junior beef this year was it was pretty good. It was hot. Lord have mercy, it was hot. And we went to North Carolina's junior beef last weekend. I hear you. It was fairly well. You plan on showing after you graduate? Going to keep showing through college? I'll show through college too. I heard. They're going to have to age me out. I heard that. The age heifer out that. every two years, they're going to have to age me out. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I like to hear. I love seeing y'all get involved and staying in things well after y'all graduate. I think that's awesome. So we've kind of talked about some things y'all do after school. So let's talk about some things y'all do during school. Uh, both of y'all have had me for a work-based learning class. I know, Logan, you just started with me. Uh, Ross, you had me last year. Um, me, you, and old Colin Green. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot know, of work done. I know we miss him, man. We spent more days working on fence than we knew what to do with. And Logan, I think we're going to end up doing the same thing. So oh, yeah. oh, just yeah. kind of tell me about some of the things y'all learned in that class and how y'all plan to apply that after you graduate. I mean, definitely, you know, fence work, that's kind of a, you know, like a, I guess, a, a foul building blocks of yep. anything to do with livestock. You know, you got to have something to keep these animals on your property. Yep. Fence work is. You know, I tell anybody out there, man, Della House taught me a lot, a lot more life skills than any other public schools ever taught me. Yeah. Um, fence work is is something that you would think would be easy, but you know, you get down to it, and there's so many different types. You got 
You know, you got <laughs> yeah. barbed wire, um, poly wire, high tensile, you know, and you got whether or not you're going to electrify this fence or you're going to not electrify this fence. Um, and, and when it really comes down to it, it's, it's just, it, you know, it boils down to teamwork, man. You got to have somebody to help you out there. It's it, it's difficult to do it by yourself, and you, you really got to know what you're doing. That's exactly right. What do you think, Ross? Same thing? Run barbed wire. Run barbed wire? Run barbed wire. <laughs> it yeah. made me thankful for all the times that I'd get frustrated at home <laughs> running barbed wire with Daddy. But. Yeah. yeah, that's electric fence around here, man. It can be. It's easy to put up, but, man, it's hard to keep hot. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the battle you fight. We spent the day trying to battle with a fence down there at yep. the equine center. We, you know, that fence we hung up yesterday. Oh, but electricity, too. too, and it's just not holding a charge. Yeah. It just takes one thing, man. One thing with fence, and you're in a mess. What about like equipment and stuff? I know y'all run a lot of equipment. How y'all think y'all gonna apply the skills you've learned on equipment, whether it's skid steer, dozer, tractor, after you graduate? So, this summer I worked with a construction company, and we did anything from laying water pipe to laying concrete to laying, not laying, but um, hauling logs. Yeah. You got a big log crew, Mr. Smith, back in Union, but. This summer, I got to run some pretty big excavators, some pretty big logging equipment, and just skid steer here and there. Yep. I mean, this is the first place I ever ran skid steer, yep. things like that. What about you, Logan? I mean, I had a you know a little bit of experience before I came here with uh, not so much tractors and you know implements like that, but uh, two summers ago, I worked on a road crew that my grandfather worked for, and I did a little bit of a equipment operation, but not a whole lot, you know. And yep. so I. would you know, I've versed a little bit in the skid steer and excavators and Heck stuff, yeah. but, you know, I really appreciate the, the skills as far as, you know, tractors and things like that. I've been on tractors my whole life, but never something, you know, quite as big, you yep. know, really 60 horsepower is about as big as I'd, I'd seen before I came here. And, you know, they'll get you up in those 100, 110 horsepower tractors and they'll show you how to run them and they'll send you out there in the field and let you turn loose. And that's right. That's about the only way you really can learn is just do that's it. That's right. That's right. I tell kids that all the time, man. The only way you're going to learn is get in there and run it. Um, same thing. You know, we talk about fishing. The only way you're going to learn is get in there and do it. Showing cows, the only way you're going to learn is get in there and do it. It's oh, yeah. one thing to sit here and talk about it all day. But unless you go do it, man, you ain't going to learn nothing about it. Because, so. like, especially with showing, I can sit here and tell you yep. exactly what to do, exactly how to do it, exactly how I do it. But until you get out there and get in that ring mm -hmm. and you've worked with that animal and you've put in the days and you get out there and you just do it, that's when it'll, yep. it'll click for you. Yep. And, All right. That's exactly right. Fishing's the same way. I mean, you can go out there and spend $20,000 on, you know, equipment, hardware, rods, royals, tackle, man, a boat. But you can have the best boat in the world. But if you don't know how to drop that trolling motor and where you need to go, what yep. you got to do, yep. you can waste all your money. And you, you yep. know, I can tell you all day long what you need to buy, what you need to tie on, depending yep. on time of year, colored water. You know, there's so many factors in fishing. Mm -hmm. And it, you, you can go out one day and catch, you know, five pound bag or five five fish bag, you know, yep. with 20, 30 pounds. The next day, you're not catching up. Yep, I know. One thing that blows me away about y'all is just like, all the stuff that y'all know, you know what I'm saying? At a young age, like some of the stuff that y'all learn around here, man, like it's so cool. Just how y'all learn to tie things together. Um, like I know we've talked about, you know, working on stuff and all that kind of stuff. Like the mechanical skills you can learn working on a tractor will apply to your boat motor one day after you graduate and oh, yeah. stuff, you know. And I feel like some of I'm real proud to say some of the skills y'all learn around here. I think y'all are going to carry with you for the rest of your life. So. Makes me a real proud athletic director and teacher to be working here and working with kids like y'all because y'all are some impressive kids. Right. I'm excited to see what y'all two 
That's a unique thing about Delahab, man. They they really do focus on the hands-on learning. They'll stick you out somewhere and tell you what to do and show you how to do it. I feel like a lot of these schools these days, man, they're really focusing on, you know, just going straight to a computer. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. – at my old high school before I came here, man, we didn't even have uh, didn't even have textbooks. Yep. Everything was online, and I feel like you don't really get a whole lot from online learning, you know. I think I could watch a video on – you know, take fence work. Yeah. You watch video how to hang a fence. Yeah. But then I go out there and do it, and two minutes later, I forgot what I seen in that video, yeah. but me, you, and Ross go spend, a, you know, 30 minutes out there and run a couple yards of polywire. I know how to do that for, you know, for a yeah. lifetime because it's, you know, it's an actual life experience. It's not something you're watching on, on yeah. the Internet. And I think a lot, of, a lot of schools are messing up when they're kind of floating towards this whole online thing. Yeah. And the hands-on is really, I think, where it's at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love the hands-on teaching. I love teaching hands-on. You know, the first day of school, I taught uh, one of our newer kids how to splice polywire together. Yeah. You know, like, that stuff's so cool, man, just getting to stand there with one kid and you work with just him or her, and uh, you teach them how to do a skill, and then you tell them, all right, here's the next spot. You do it by yourself. Knowing that I'm going to watch you. stick with him for yep. the rest of his yep. life. And, that's, and he's going to know exactly oh, yeah. how to do it. Um, no matter where he goes, and that's the skill he's got in his back pocket. So I just think it's real cool to see what y'all have been doing here, what y'all have done here, um, what you're going to keep doing here the rest of the year, and where that's going to take you after you graduate. So I'm proud of both of y'all. Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water, a closer look at agriculture in South Carolina and conversations between the current and future leaders of agriculture in the Palmetto State and experts from across America. Presented by the students of the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture at John De La Howe. For more information on the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture, visit our website at delahowe.sc.gov.